0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Castle Run Collecting. I'm your host, Derek, and with me, Matt and Chris. Hello. Hello. So this episode, we are going to be continuing our series of our top 10 favorite characters from all the different modern Star Wars collections. Uh, This time, we're gonna be talking about the original trilogy collection of figures but before we get into that, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, what we got recently, and then we're also gonna talk about the current status of the last figure standing poll. So, uh, what have you guys gotten?
1: I'll start. I haven't got a whole lot. My girlfriend got me a store Lego Star Wars Advent calendar, and then slowly putting that together. Uh what else? Oh, uh, you know what? We, we went to Walmart about a week ago when I found. Ron and Ahsoka, which is just the repack of the Ahsoka, on the Ahsoka card instead of the Mandalorian card. But there hasn't really been a whole lot lately. It's been a tight times so I everything pre-ordered.
2: Uh, so while we were out Christmas shopping with the children, um, we found a Star Wars craft book. So that's been fun to look at. And then I started being able to open up the advent calendar, uh, POPs. Star Wars pops that um, I got for my birthday. So excited. Uh, right now, my favorites are Leah and Vader, a little snowman Vader. And Leah's got this blue snowflake dress on. She's pretty cute. Leah? Leah. Leah. Why does. Oh, my you, boss you say, is Leah. You
0: say it like that, uh, like that one general in A New Hope. The, <laughs> the plans by Princess Leah and all the pilots look around. General Dodonis, or someone you yeah I, yeah, I thought it was him. I wasn't sure. I thought it might have been another guy, but
2: yeah, sorry about that. My boss's name, um, is Leah Leah. Okay, now I'm not gonna, I'm gonna start calling her Leah. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she might yeah, take it as a good. compliment. Oh, you think I'm a princess? Okay, yeah, I um, I kind of went a bit nuts on uh, a lot of stuff I've been buying and, and looking for on eBay. Uh, some of it just since we did our last episode about holy grails, it got me thinking about a few things that kind of just always slipped to my mind or I forgot about or things I found just, you know, in my research, but I've also been selling a, like a lot, a lot of figures uh, that are extras I don't need because I held on to a lot of figures where I might have said, Oh, well, this one might be good to use a part for a custom. And in some cases they've either announced or come out with updated figures, in which case I'm like, well, I don't really need to make a custom of that figure because I'm going to have it. So I started selling a lot of that stuff, also a couple of my Transformers, and that's how I've gotten a lot of my spending money over the past month or two. Uh, But what I got in recently, I mentioned I had bought it on the last episode, but I actually got it in now. My GI Joe Transformer crossover uh, Marissa Fairborn figure with the motorcycle. Oh yeah, pretty nice. It, they reused almost all the parts from other Joes, including the motorcycle, which is why the motorcycle doesn't actually look like the Autobot it's supposed to be. It's just a straight up repainted GI Joe bike with a uh, an Autobot symbol on it. But the problem with the with the Fairborn figure is she comes with this jetpack, but the way her hair is sculpted, her head has to be turned to the side just a certain way that you can barely get this jetpack plugged in the back. So I give them a really big F for uh, for that. But the figure itself is is pretty good. Um, so I did get that in one thing i did say i was gonna play the long game on it and i wasn't gonna pay a deluxe price but i saw it at target the other day and i couldn't resist i got the deluxe sabine in the vintage collection great figure not a true deluxe figure in my opinion but uh decent figure except for that awful awful oversized helmet that is just a disaster i also got in my life day chewy i think you got that matt right from pulse
1: yeah like i just happened to wake up that afternoon or morning and saw it like had just went up line I was like oh that's right i didn't think about it. Just picked it up like, the little did i
0: know that people are going to be tearing down walls for that thing i, mean, I knew that was going to happen i had said in my calendar that that day i had to i had to get it and it It sold out, which was a shame because this is one case where I probably would have bought two, one to keep carded and then one to make up my money on shipping later, like just hold on to the one a little bit and then sell it. And then, hey, you know, at least I didn't pay for shipping and depending how much the value would be, it would pay me back on the one that I kept for myself. But obviously I wasn't to get to get any. And then I picked it up on uh the Disney shop Disney and that it was supposed to be at a particular time like I think 8 p.m our time it was gonna go up for sale and I made sure 10 minutes before I was in front of my computer and guess what it was already available I don't know when it came available but it was available a little bit early however they only let you buy one through them and by the time you paid shipping you were almost i think it was like 27 dollars by the time all was said and done
1: oh wow that's right they do have high shipping in
0: yeah and unfortunately my card i won't say it's like horrible there is a little bit of a crease in it and that really pisses me off because i am an opener There are very few figures that I keep carded, but it always seems like every time I have one I want to keep carded, I get a slightly damaged card. So I was not happy about that, but I'm not going to pay $27 again to try to get a perfect card, because I don't know, I I might get something that's worse. And it wasn't even that it was packaged poorly, it was ridiculously well packed so the it could have just been the person handling it it or whatever but i have it um like i said i'm not going to open it or anything uh i also then got you're going to find this weird because it it was completely out of left field that i even thought to look for it i got the shadows of the dark side packaging cloud car which was the only modern version of the cloud car we got.
1: That's correct. Because remember how like because in when the Power of the First Two era, they said they're not gonna re-release it because they were so plentiful back then.
0: But how we forget times change. Yeah, I mean, even in the even the original Kenner ones, they're fairly easy to come by. I mean, you see them all the time at shows, you know, it's not quote-unquote aggressive vehicle like they like to talk about and it was one of those that wasn't like really high on my list but for some reason even as a kid i always liked the cloud car i have fond memories of it it's actually besides the speeder bike the only original kenner vehicle that i still have from when i was a kid for whatever reason i just never got rid of it uh maybe because nothing was broken on it so i got the updated one and i didn't I didn't pay much. I th- I think I paid like 35 Now it was loose. And mm. It was missing the missiles, which I don't care about. Um, and the one side had a little bit of a scuff. Uh, but otherwise, it's in good shape. And I think one reason I also never got it was I kind of categorized this like the newer version of the Naboo Starfighter. It was just kind of under the radar. Like, you didn't really see it that often or anything. Like, I don't really remember seeing it on store shelves. Maybe once.
1: And it was during my dark time when I wasn't collecting. I remember coming back and trying to look up to see if there was any any recent ones. Because that is the only... Yeah, you're right. Is the only only modern release. The only thing close to it we got was the concept one of it. Back in the Power of the Force two days.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's amazing to think that when Shadows of the Dark Side packaging was out... That it took them that long to get that vehicle out, and uh, I mean, it doesn't have a ton of bells and whistles. It's a cloud car. Um, they have this feature where the two cockpits can kind of slide towards the middle, and and then there's like two guns out on the sides. It has like an opening engine compartment on either side, which hmm. it it's a nice little addition. But I think how they have the hinges actually takes away some of the aesthetics like it's a little too obvious that they're there the landing gear are also not like the original Kenner one where they kind of uh, telescoped out of the bodies and it rested on those these it basically sits on the pods and then at the front there's kind of like two little kick stands that come down just to prevent the whole thing from rocking forward
1: mm. uh, I like I like the retractable landing gear.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't care for these landing as much. I mean, I guess when the landing gear are up, then it's not as noticeable. You know, if you're flying it around or whatever. Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons they did it, but it is what it is. It's a cloud car, but that's something I picked up that was just totally unexpected. I also got uh, going down the G.I. Joe route with this crossover stuff. That kind of flew under the radar for me. I got the G.I. Joe Matt Tracker. Matt Tracker? From Mask.
1: They made a G.I. Joe of him. Yep. Ah, I was never a Mask guys, so I didn't really follow it.
0: Yeah. Now I vaguely remember when this came out hearing that, oh yeah, you know, they're they're bringing Mask and in the G.I. Joe. I guess this was about the time they were starting the whole shared universe thing. So I mean, he's basically packaged not as a mask figure; he's packaged as a GI Joe figure. But you know, he's got the the gray suit, he's got the the helmet. They call them masks, but helmet. Um, and then he comes with a little backpack helicopter, which is bright green, which really stands out. It looks kind of weird with the gray figure. But I think where they took some of the color inspiration was off the uh, mask motorcycle condor, which was like this bright lime green color. So I think maybe that was what they were going for with the color scheme. But anyway, I picked it up. Can't for a life of me think how much I paid for it. I think it was 20, maybe. Oh, that's pretty good. 20, something like that. It was loose. The guy had the card with it, but uh, the figure and everything was loose so got that the other day and then i also got i'd been toying around with the idea no pun intended about picking up this figure for a few years finally bit the bullet on it and that is the gi joe 25th anniversary bat figure
1: 25th anniversary I, was 2008
0: 4 2004. yeah about? wait 25th mm-hmm. hold on 2007 yeah, yeah no, was no 2007 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Man. yeah they i had the original bat when i was a kid it was one of my favorite figures he had that crazy hologram going on the chest he the three had interchangeable hands i was like that big claw he had and stuff he was like the hero of my adventures like i loved that figure and um I thought, well, do I want to get an original one or do I want to get the 25th anniversary one? I thought, well, 25th anniversary one's a little bit more modern, kind of fits in a little bit better. And I just never was willing to spend the money on it uh, because those Joes generally go for like in the 20s. I think I paid with the shipping like 25 for them uh, loose uh it's a good figure the one thing that i can't for the life of me figure out what they were thinking and that is the original one he had like a backpack and you could put the three spare arm attachments yep on top he could be wearing one and then yeah whatever the other three are that aren't used in the backpack this he can only hold two in the back so You'll be carrying around two in the backpack, one on the arm, and then the other one is just there.
1: Oh, no. They couldn't spend an extra two seconds to make a pegboard to go on
0: somewhere? I know! Well, the arms are a little bit bigger, but still, it could have been done. There are ways it could have been done that would not have been that difficult. Or just scale some of the parts down a little bit. The, The original one could do it there's no reason they could have made this one do it so that was kind of one of those things where there's literally no excuse there's no excuse for them not being able to pull that off um so that's a little bit frustrating but yeah so i now have two more joe figures that normally i i wouldn't have even thought about but kind of went down that gi joe transformer crossover rabbit hole uh on the last show and that's what got me here. <laughs> and then I also have some stuff on order. Uh Hasbro said they're processing soon my Chopper. Uh I have a couple things my Throne uh Big Bad Toy Store it said they're going to be processing soon on that. And then on Amazon I was on Amazon for something completely unrelated to collectibles and it occurred to me um because now even if you're an amazon i don't know if you know this even if you're an amazon prime member you have to spend at least 35 dollars, or you do not get free shipping well it's not just open free anymore like it used to be no no. and that's one of the things i liked about prime was if i bought something online that cost me five dollars i wasn't paying ten dollars to get it shipped i could buy it from amazon get free shipping but uh, that is no longer the case. You have to spend thirty five or more. And just on a whim, I said I'm going to check and see how much they want for uh, some Star Wars stuff. Uh, one of them being Mando's Naboo Starfighter, because I figured it's the holidays. Oh no, maybe it's on go ahead, sale, go ahead. <laughs> and I was right on sale for a hundred bucks that week. Yep. So I'm like, done, add to cart. Go
1: ahead. And they had
0: Thrawn because I, and he was cheaper. I think he was like $13 or something. But he was cheaper than Big Bad Toy Store, at least. He might have even been a little bit cheaper than the stores. So I added him too. But the problem I'm having right now is neither that nor Big Bad Toy Store has processed or shipped yet. So I'm kind of like I would like to be able to cancel the big bad toy store one, but I, I kind of don't want to take a chance on some screw up. So he's a popular character. If I decide I don't want a second one, you know, I'll I'll resell him at some point because he seems like he he's a little bit harder to find. Uh, people really like Thrawn, so I'd say um, who
1: else is hard to get is the new Revan. I think it's sold out
0: in oh, the new uh, Pre Previsla. Oh yeah. Well, well, I've I've had Previsla pre-ordered for a while now. And when I went to do Revan a couple weeks ago, I forget who had him sold out. I think Paul said him sold out and I ended up getting him from Big Bad Toy Store, I think. And he w- he was actually one where my old one from the 30th anniversary line I put up for sale um because i figured well you know i i don't need an inferior version uh, i'm not like that big a revan fan or i want like every version or anything but no one's bought it yet and i think i waited a little too long because he was going for a lot of money
1: over like, 100 know, a there at one point. Ago. Yeah, yeah when they when they were going to repack him just a straight repack he his original card one went for over 100 easy that week but then everyone made a big brouhaha over how he doesn't have knees or articulation or that. And then they played it off like, Well, we we heard the community. We're gonna go ahead and not bring that out now. Right? Which, if you remember, there that's really not what happened. They there was a big changeover with the uh with the crew and they kind of get lost in the mix on that figure, and then it's not like they said right away, we're going to make a new one.
0: They waited three, four years, and they said, oh, no, we're going to another one. Like, oh, yeah, yeah no, no. But actually, I, pro- probably better. They waited, though, because yeah. otherwise they would have put him out again and said, well, we just did him. We're not mm-hmm. going to redo him.
1: Well, it would have made sense, because there was supposed to be a KOTOR remake coming out later next year, right? So that was basically a remake of the first game. But now they, they invest that, 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 that uh, gaming company that uh Lucas uh, that uh, Disney was licensing it through has had some financial troubles or something. So they've had to scrap a bunch of projects and the coach remake got scrapped. Oh. So yeah, but but not to worry. A Dark Forces remake is already underway and going to be released next year, it looks like.
0: Oh nice. Yeah. Please tell me it's gonna be on PS4 <laughs> and not you know PS5 uh, or something. I have no idea because uh one of the games that i have just recently had a uh had an expansion or dlc released and found out it's it's only for ps5 so even though the game was released on ps4 and ps5 the dlc expansion is only on ps5 that's rough it's like uh you that's like right, right.
1: that's like playing when skyrim first came out in 2011 and like it came out for pc and xbox but if you played it on ps3 like me Oh, if you're waiting eight months for that update, if at all. it <laughs> uh,
2: sucked.
0: So, yeah, I got, uh, I got a bunch. That's, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> that's a lot more stuff than I normally get. And I even, uh, just the other day bought two Gundams that I'm, that I'm now waiting on. Cause again, one was on sale and I bought a couple figures, uh, that I'm going to use for customs too. And, uh, I'll talk to you off the air about that. Okay, so let's get into the current status of the last figure standing poll, Matt, if uh, if you want to explain to the listeners what, what this is, I know we did uh, two episodes ago, but if anyone just uh, popped in for the first time and is unaware of what we're talking about, why don't you bring them up to speed? Alright,
1: so as you know, uh, well, the, the, the local fan community with John Miko on the Facebook Star so Wars TVC group has done a last figure standing and you put in your top ten figures you wanted and they collected all the data from the thousands of people that put in. And this wasn't like new figures. It could be a straight repack if you want. It's just ten figures you want to see in the vintage collection. If a, if a figure came out eight months ago and you want to see it repacked, you can put it. It was any kind of figure, no new tooling. It didn't have to be new tooling or anything. something. Alright. So they did that. They did the top ten, which came out about a week ago, and uh, of everyone's votes, and they did this. The first round of elimination took place, which of the ten only six were going to be left standing. Um, the top ten were. Let me take a look here. Here, it was Momonadon, Tonica Sisters. Ben Kenobi, uh, farm Boy Luke, Saw's Ventress, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Anakin Skywalker, Luthan Rail, Shin Hati, Balin Skull, and Cobb Banth in the Boa Fett armor. I just did all those 10 from my head without looking them up.
0: All right. <laughs> nice.
1: Now, of the 10 they had, they did one week of voting, and uh, the top the top uh, six to make it proceed, and the top six to go ahead were Shin-Hati, and Skull, Cobb, Banth, and the Armor, Armor, uh, Maman Nadon, the Tonica Sisters, and Desage Ventress, her cl- original Clone Wars look. So farm boy Luke was put out. So was my boy Luke and Rail. Oh, feels so, so hard.
0: I, I was really surprised. Uh, Luke didn't make it um one thing i'm surprised never even made the initial batch uh was Simulu uh, if you remember i mean i was actually poking fun at the fact that ha oh, we know Simulu's going to make the list and he didn't even make the list
1: uh, here's the thing
0: i think i hate to say it
1: Simulu can see, see the the TVC group has like 25,000 members in it right so it's not just a small collector's community on and it wasn't just uh let's see it was the star wars tvc group it was Boss bounty it was bantha skull it was the yak face they were all talking about it and collectors want similu but i think most people that know and collect TV- tvc you know the old guard has their favorites but i think there's a lot more younger guard coming up that have their favorites and as much as i like similu he's gonna have to be an og 96 exclusive from like walmart or maybe with a vehicle to get him in or a place to get him in because he doesn't have like if luke can't get farm boy luke can't make the cut some of lou is not like
0: gonna make the cut yeah because you you have to think too i mean granted you know i i would get him uh but if you're talking about a figure that is exciting um you know, take take any of them on this list, you know, Balin's skull, you know, a, a very cool action character versus a character with no lines that's in one of the films for like a split second. I, I mean, who's anyone really going to choose? Most people are going to want a more interesting character. And that's kind of the point I was making when I was poking fun of it, is I was saying that people don't care about the Similu character. They care about checking a box. They care about getting those 96. But if you're just talking about an interesting character, nobody gives a crap about him. There's hundreds of figures that are more interesting that uh, would make better action figures than just him as a salt shaker. So. Very much agree. So with, with this list, would I buy all of them on the list? Yes, I would. I'm a little frustrated for, uh, you know, I'm repeating what I had said two episodes ago about this. But I feel like Balin and Shin, we're going to get them. We're going to get them in TVC. And I would hate to see them like win and it's like, oh, the fans want this. And Hasbro goes, Hey, it's great the fans want this because we were going to make it anyway. Um, yeah, I
1: I felt slightly the same, especially especially with them being lightsaber wielders and force wielders. Like, had it been like I don't know, one of the random, one of the crab hermit crab people, trailer park people, yeah. you know, maybe that might not have been, the, or maybe one of the like the the, uh, the outlaws
0: in that world, something like that. But you like know yeah. I mean, here's the thing, okay? They say, you know, don't count your chickens before they're hatched on this, and I and I agree. It, there, I am not 100% sure that they'll make them, I'm 99.5% sure that they're, they'll make them, especially because there's going to be another season of Ahsoka with these characters. Um, so even if their look changes, well, we might get a season two version, which I think would be frustrating, but. I think we're going to get these characters. We got a freaking Morgan Ellsmith character. Okay. I think we're going to get Balin and Shin. And again, Tonica sisters. Yes. I would love to get them, but I kind of feel like the fans were just yelling at clouds. <laughs> it's well, kind of yeah, like Hasbro knows they don't have to be on a list for Hasbro to suddenly go, Oh my gosh, collectors want the Tonica sisters. They know this already. So I feel like like three of these slots are kind of wasted. There, There's the one where it doesn't matter what we say. Hasbro's either going to make them or they aren't. And then there's Baylen and Shin, who you can almost be guaranteed they're going to make. I think the two biggest ones I would be excited for, and ones where it's egregious that we don't have them yet, is Asajj and Cobb Van. Because Black Series got Cobb Vanth in both versions. And Vintage Collection hasn't gotten him in any version.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, my 6 of the 10, where I did go for Shin Hati and Vaylin Skull. Or, no, it was just Shin Hati. I didn't do Vaylin Skull. Just because it looks... We're not sure what they're doing with Shin... Baylin looks like he has some. Big, I really want to see more Shin story and Baelin story, but they're doing Baelin some kind of epic thing, so they're going to make him. But just in case, I did Shin. I did uh, Tonika Sisters, My Money, Don, Luke, and three. Uh, and I can't. I didn't do. I didn't do band Um, because I don't like the Boba Fett version. I prefer the Cowboy version of as the Marshal. Like, yeah, I, I agree. He does much. He's only in the Boba Fett version for like half, most of an episode, and then but he's in the Marshall much more. And in Book of Little Fett, so I prefer that of him.
0: Uh, do of you think Tana they can... might do him in a deluxe version with removable armor, and and try to make him two for one? Well, I, it's I don't know what he wore underneath if it, if it's the same.
1: Well, it's interesting to say that because they're making. A remo- they're making Django Fett. And if you remember, the Django Fett had a removable armor back in the day. And so I think they might do that with Django Fett removable armor and just do some slight retail and do that into Cobb Band. So it's possible. I don't I don't I don't know. Who am I forgetting? Oh yeah, Luthan. that's who I had. Luthan Rail. I had Bombed Dion the Titanica Sisters, Luthan Rail, Shinhati, and I think either Fumbour Leek, or Asajj. My six, I know some of mine made it, but see, there's always been a rumor from I think Yak Base that the Mama Needle had a 3D sculpt made back in the legacy or early vintage collection 1.0 back 10 years ago, and it never got released. So, I don't know what happened.
0: I mean, I'd love to have a new one who specifically one that made where he can sit down because <laughs> that's how he was in I the movie. movie i would worry that they would find a way to make him a deluxe like maybe they would pack him in with uh now this would maybe make it worth it they did a table so if they have the mold for that they could include him with a table a drink and maybe make like a chair or stool or something and and right. make that a deluxe that might be worth it i
1: people. could see the chair a drink and that staffy that they came with on the uh it's like a two-one. What about slug.
0: ginormous Power of the Force two cannon? <laughs> oh my god, I had forgot about that. That oh, thing was almost as big as the figure. <laughs> it, was, it was like wow. Where'd they come up with that? Now what? What are they? They now have it down to six, and so how many do we have now that they're taking it down to? You have to pick how many out of the the six four. Oh. Yeah, I okay. picked
2: Desage, Hammerhead, and the Sisters. Even though I, I don't think the Sisters would actually look good because their outfits are just so kind of unitard. So,
1: but they're kind of plain. Yeah. this it's kind of how they were, the old
0: 70s But, but look mode. at, uh, <laughs> look at, look at Leia. Look at Luke. Look at Han. I mean, they were all kind of just very basic, very basic looks. So me, it's definitely going to be Asajj, Cobb Vanth, and uh, I know what I just said about the Tonica sisters, but they interest me more than Hammerhead would, so you know, they, they would probably end up being my top three. Well, now, so how, how long do people have to vote before they, they close this round again?
1: Uh, uh, I think till Saturday or Sunday.
0: Okay so by the time people hear this you uh you may only have a day or two then
1: (laughs) yeah our four listeners
0: yeah you gotta get on it (laughs) so uh all right well that wraps that up um so let's get into our main topic then okay so we're now going to get into our top 10 figures from the original trilogy collection the original trilogy collection had two different card looks and that's because they included a subline which was the original modern vintage collection. Vintage original trilogy collection, VOTC as we call it. Yep. So uh, yeah, the packaging on on the main line kind of harkened back a little to, to the classic Kenner look where it had... I believe it had a little bit of a race track and it had uh fairly big bubbles. I remember where they had like a background behind the figures. So if you kept the figure carded, it almost made like a like a mini scene diorama thing if you just mm-hmm. sat it there as is, which I actually thought that that was a pretty nice look for the line. I think just nothing really beats the classic vintage look, but this I think came pretty close to being a favorite.
1: Hmm. I still have some of the Vintage Furniture Collection. Some of the bubbles were rather large. When you said I was, I none of them were numbered, of course, because there was no numbering back then until the actual Vintage Vintage 1.0
0: started a couple years later.
1: Well, what six years later, something like
0: that. Yeah, and the um, the Vintage Collection subline also came in. Uh, they were pricier, I remember that, and they came in, I guess they call them star cases. I, I think that's a more generic term, but it was basically a, uh, I don't know, what do, you, what do you call it? Like one of those clear soft Yeah, cases.
1: star cases, yeah, collector's star case, that's one.
0: Yeah, so they actually came packaged like that. So if you wanted one on card, it, it also then came in like this protective case and uh i don't know what the retail price was but i know it was like two or three dollars more than uh the basic figures were i i always seem to remember them being on like an end cap at least like at my walmart i think they were always on an end cap they weren't with the regular main line
1: yeah i was i had just left collecting like a year or two earlier so Hmm. i did not did not i I remember seeing them, but I remember seeing them. I want to say in two thousand five or six, maybe a year or two later, when the second run of them, the second series of them came through. Because I remember seeing them and seeing leftover stuff from the regular line, and because they were changing packages like every two, three years, and like I, I had thought that maybe Lucasfilm had took the license from Hasbro at that point and was letting other companies do it. I didn't realize it was just. Has changing packaging over and over and over again. And I was like, uh. like I don't want." That made me think that there's other companies. I don't want to collect this anymore. Anyway, I'm glad I got out. I'm an adult
0: now. How stupid I was. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Um, uh, one of you can start off if you want. I'll I'll start off. Oh no, Chris, go ahead.
2: Okay, so my number ten um, is Spirit Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I like that he's in the spirit form, but he still has some color, um, and I like his sculpt.
1: Yeah, it was a good figure. Like we hadn't had it, the last one we had. It actually had blue in it, I think, didn't it?
2: Yeah, like know, wanna... all the all the ones that I've seen have been like the clear, bluey kind of.
1: Yeah, the look. earlier one we had, which was a lace potato chip mail away. It was it was like this, like a bottle of water, straight clear. There was no paint on it.
2: Oh wow
0: yeah it was like an aqua blue color that's actually the one that i have i have i have that one and then i have also from the power of the force line i have the the three pack uh the cinema scene one where it's anakin yoda and obi-wan as ghosts and that they added like a little bit of frosting to them yep which, which i just think looks a little bit better but after that, I never got, I never got any hologram figures, and I never got any more ghost figures. But uh, yeah, it would be nice to get a better standalone Obi Wan. I think
1: agreed. Like if they decided to make, well, they made a new Obi Wan five p U eight
0: figure back in
1: two thousand and seventeen or eighteen.
0: And that was a I, ghost.
1: No, it was a, it was a regular Ben Kenobi, but. If they articulate. They could put that. That would be a nice one as a ghost figure because it was nicely sculpted. It was using modern day sculpta. My number ten was a Cantina member, which is well, this is when we started getting a lot of the background Cantina members. And he was his race is known as the Godel, I believe, or no, something. He's Feltipern Travag. He's the guy with two yep, horns. Now he is a, oh, a Godel. Okay, cool. And he's drinking. He's got. He's a very basic figure, as we talked about earlier. The those really con. It was early. The Avenue Hope people didn't have a lot of budgets, so they just did what they could with what. But we were wanting those Cantina figures for so long, and I, there's two. You might see other Cantina members on this list just
0: because they were so wanted for so long. But Felton Putzpern uh, Trevag, my number ten. Now. I think this may have been the first line where they introduced the dreaded swivel elbow. Um, oh yeah. Cause I remember a lot of those cantina characters had, and the swivel elbows actually, there were some figures I think a little bit later that also like in the next line of figures, I think also had some swivel elbows still carried over. But, uh, but yeah, that, that was a great figure. Uh, you know, some of these canteen aliens, they might show up on this list too. So my number 10 is from the vintage, uh, subline, and that is Boba Fett. Now compared to the Boba Fett we got a few years ago, the return of the Jedi Boba Fett in the vintage collection, this one does not even hold a candle to it. Um, however, this was really the first time we got a super articulated, uh, Boba Fett. And, um, and he had a removable helmet with, uh, and so even though in the original trilogy, you never see Boba Fett take the helmet off. They added that, which people are kind of split on whether removable helmets really work. I think this was one of those cases where the helmet, you have to kind of squish it to get it on the head. And the fact he never takes the helmet off in the movies, and that's what they were going with i think i rather would have just done without the removable helmet but it is what it is. and uh for its time it was the best boba fett so uh he's my number 10.
1: i thought about putting that one in my list but we've had such better ones. and i really wasn't collecting back then i can't i'll admit i was a boba fett fanboy back in the day chris
2: all right, my number nine is Padme Amidolov in the celebration ceremony gown, um, primarily because of the gown. Um, her, I mean, her head's okay, but it's, you know, it's all right, but I do like the dress.
0: It's actually a really good figure. Now, I, I actually sold mine uh, a while ago, but uh, I, I remember I could not get her to stand to save my life because there was just something about the sculpting on it and it was like such a hard piece that I could never get her to stand right unless she was on a stand but really good sculpting and the way they kind of have that uh translucent part to the to the gown and stuff was pretty cool and another thing that should be pointed out is yes she is a prequel character in the original trilogy collection um, not the only one but- yeah, it, it was kind of weird, and I think it's because um, when it first came out, it was only original trilogy characters, but then they started sprinkling in uh, some of the other ones. But yeah, that was a really good figure. Agreed. You might see her again. All right, so what's your number nine then, Matt?
1: My number nine is someone who has to be in the cantina as a drinking buddy to felt in go bag. Would be someone that I remember seeing and I liked a lot. I'm so glad they did his figure. Was just a one-word name, Neo the Cyclops. Um, I forget what his race his race is called in Star Wars. I used to know this, but I thought that was he's a good little figure construction. And now my number ten has a drinking buddy to go with number nine.
0: All right, yeah, that's a good figure, and uh, yeah, those two Cantina aliens that has literally been the only release. For him. Yeah, no. It'd be really, really cool to bring them back. Hasbro, if you're listening. All right. So my next one from the vintage collection subline is Lando. Uh,
2: uh definitely
0: an improvement. He wasn't pre posed. He wasn't roided out. However, he did have the swivel elbows. He had a good but... cape.
1: Yeah, in my opinion, the superior cape were what we recently got year to.
0: Yeah. So, back to you, Chris.
2: Alright, so eight. my number eight is a, I don't, I, hopefully I pronounced his name right, but Kai Adi Mundi? Oh, yeah. Where? Kai the the Adi Mundi, the Jedi with the big head. Yes. Yep. Um, I, I like how they did his outfit and I like the detail and expression that is in his face.
0: Yeah, now was that the one where they uh they had like a soft goods tunic? Uh, so
2: it looks like he's got a soft goods bottom portion, but the top is is a regular sculpt.
0: It's about time we get a new K.I.D. Monday.
1: Mundy. Yeah, they him and uh Kisto got new sculpts there at least a year or two ago, not more. And uh, yeah. Uh,
0: Mm-hmm. well we had well we had a vintage collection kit fisto but we haven't for k80 monday so we oh didn't yeah really yeah. yeah we even had uh, uh like something foul search or whatever who's this uh nick two jedi that was just somewhere in the background and they gave him a vintage collection figure oh, we wow. still don't have one for k80 monday
1: like kati Ke- when was like one of the jedi council he has like lots of speaking lines too yeah all right well so my number eight is a very pretty young lady, Dr. Kidak Kikak. Uh, you might re- re- remember her from also being in the cantina as the giant praying mantis with a skirt on.
0: Oh, yeah. This was the single re-release because uh, it was originally released in the cantina three pack. Yep. Yep. And I remember seeing it there and I was like, because one has
1: like better a different paint wash or than the other. So they aren't actually this exact same figure, but
0: yeah, they're slightly about. different. Yeah. They did that with uh with a couple of the Carantina aliens. Yeah. You did it with war, even though it was the old Power of the Force 2 sculpt or power yep. of the Jedi here. Oh, he's the one that needs redone so bad. Yeah, I know. I, I think part of the problem with him is their view is probably that. There wouldn't be enough demand for some overweight, ugly bartender dude unless they found a way to package him with like some sort of play set or something, which I remember. You know, who knows if that'll ever happen.
1: So
0: I won't like, not, not it So I guess uh my number eight is not real exciting, but I thought it was a, a good figure, was uh, the Cloud Car Pilot. And I think this was the first modern release of the Cloud Car Pilot, to be honest. Uh, uh,
1: Yeah, I think it was, because we don't think we got him in Power of the Jedi or Power of the Force 2.
0: No, th- so this was the first version, and he wasn't... Apparently, he, he is not screen accurate he was actually based on um like concept art or something because really in the movie you never see anything but really their the heads, heads. <laughs> yeah he's based on <laughs> in, concept art in the cloud car so even though it wasn't screen accurate it was still pretty cool and you could always have him you know speaking of a cantina you could always have him wandering into a cantina just some spacer dude uh taxi driver whatever you know he uh he still fits in as uh some sort of background character if that's all you needed him for so um yeah number eight cloud car pilot
2: nice my uh number seven is princess leia in the sleeve outfit um her face actually looks decent and um she looks badass like she is you know kicking butt and taking names
0: wait a minute in in this collection? What was she just repacked? I don't remember them doing a new one.
1: Yeah, number twenty number thirty-three, she just laid a Slave Outfit. She this is the one that did not come with the big cannon. So this
0: well, But know. was it just a, a repack of that
1: I think it was Power
0: of the Jedi?
1: Yeah, she, remember she came with that giant cannon and no one wanted to pay for that giant cannon.
0: That yeah. But it's a nice figure though. So you're number seven, Matt?
1: Oh, my number seven. Oh, let me see here. I was looking at Prince Leia there. I didn't, might, have, might have lost my track there. Uh, All right. I'm looking oh, very, I,
0: very closely. What?
1: what, what <laughs> um, uh, My number seven is another young lady. Well, not young, but in the old EU, they said if the emperor was the king of the galaxy, then she was the queen. The Umbaran Slymorr, which I didn't really think a whole. I really wanted to know about Slymorr back during the prequel era, but there wasn't a whole lot about her in the prequel era. Like uh, we learned later in the in Clone Wars, apparently she's an Umbaran, which is odd. That's not. Uh, I like that to fans. You're gonna have an Umbaran as a direct enemy to the Republic, but yet the Emperor, one of the Emperor's best attachés, is an Umbaran. But the new canon. I will. This is one of the times you'll hear me praise the new canon. They have her part of this like assassin death cult because she she loses favor with Palpatine, and so she tries to take out uh, Vader and some other stuff. I can't remember how it goes down. This is like from last year, a year
0: ago. But it's very, oh, it oh yeah, the the stuff they did in the comics with her was actually pretty cool. Yeah. So when I saw the figures, like, oh yes, I like Slymore, and I
1: was explain. And I showed it to somebody. He told me, oh. Apparently they gave her junk, junk in the trunk. And I was like, oh, apparently they did. <laughs> <So> <laughs> who knew? Because I wasn't I hadn't this to that. Someone who might be laughing off, off mic right now, but you know, <laughs> I was like, all oh, right then.
0: Yeah, so my number seven
1: is
0: Slymoor.
1: <laughs> oh crap, nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was uh great sculpting. Uh I, I think the the paint job on it was really cool. And she was one of those characters that just she doesn't say anything she's just kind of there but she's one of those people you wonder about like what is so important about that character that she is right there beside Palpatine so and I think that made her kind of interesting more interesting than (laughs) Similu okay I'm just gonna say it but anyhow uh yeah my number seven is also So, back to you, Chris. <laughs>
2: um, well, to continue the conversation., uh, my number six is Slymore. Um, i I really liked how they did her dress. Um, you know it's it's kind of bunched and flowed so that it you know, really kind of shows her shape um, as we were saying the junk in the trunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, she's just very unique overall. Um, like I liked the paint app on her head. Um, around her eyes, and you know, um, I thought that was very neat too. And of course, you know, her her cloak is cool. But
0: all right, Matt, your number six. Oh,
1: oh no, my bad. Uh, my number six. Um, hmm. this one's been talked about earlier, and I said you might see her again. Was Orb Cere- Orb Peace Ceremony Padme Amidala. Um, I would like to see this on a vintage collection. We've got the orb now or something similar with the new, with the Life Day Chewy. And I, I would have took this over that repack from the travel dress we got about three, four years ago, two, three years ago. but Because I because this is the one we see her at the end when she's they've defeated the clone army. It's, good, it's a big, happy scene. That's what I appreciate.
0: Now I'm just picturing Life Day Chewy and had me, like, tossing the orbs back and forth to each other, like some, yeah. sort, of hot, like some sort of hot potato game. Or they won't call it hot potato. They call it thermal detonator or something, <laughs> and they just like throw the warps back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number six is a figure that we're going to be getting in vintage collection again soon. This again was uh, from the vintage collection subline, and that was a New Hope Leia, and this is a figure that I. I still have uh, in my displays. I think it is one of the best ones they did. And it shows you that it is not impossible to do soft goods and do it well. Exactly. And I think this was the last NH layer we got
1: for a long time, wasn't it? Yeah, um,
0: I think th- I think this was the last one. Well, they yeah. did... Um,
1: they did like a 5POA one in that really... Quick line around two thousand fourteen.
0: Remember, they did like some DVD sets where it would be like three figures that came with like one of the DVDs. I think. Yeah, I thought they did like a five POA Leia that came in that. She may have been the last. Yeah, that was the repack.
1: Yeah, of the five POA singles because I have the single card five POA. They repacked that for the movie, the movie set like you're talking about.
0: Hmm, Um, Yeah. Or
1: vice versa. But yeah, that it was like two thousand twelve to thirteen, right around there, maybe fourteen. But yeah, that's ten years ago. So we have yeah, that's it's been a long time since we've had a decent articulated Leia, like twenty years almost. They need to knock it out of the park. Yeah, I hope they do, man. And like I said, all the soft goods, they can do it, trust me. I hope I just hope we get some kind of accessory or maybe make her hood so we can go over her buttons or easily so she she can do them. The, the giving R2 the plan scene and according to the message where she's like in that smoke and trying to hide herself because she doesn't want people to see her.
0: That'd be awesome. What if they had something like well see the problem with this is the the soft goods um, might make it a problem but if it was like a swappable head or something where you could do hood up or hood down. Oh okay. That would be pretty cool. Yeah I agree. I agree. Alright so back to you Chris.
2: Number five. So my number five is the Gamorian Guard. Um, I think he's got a nice level of detail, um, and then I also like the fact that he could totally double as an orc um, in a fantasy diorama.
0: <laughs> 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 what was that a re- like a straight repaint and repack of the Power of the Force two one? I think.
1: No, he's a little slimmer apparently. Let me check. Look at him again, guys. Because I was going to take him too. You know, I don't think he's repacked because he looks different unless they did an all new paint on him because he's not nearly as silvery as the Power of the Force 2 one was. So I think it is new,
2: hmm. but
1: officially his eyes and face looks really good. All right, Matt, your number five. All right, my number five. Um, all right, this is, I got to tell a little story about this one. So <clears throat> I wanted this figure from the vintage era. I don't know why they did it. And most of us old school customizers tried to, did customize a version of this by taking the head of an Imperial officer and the body of an at driver and making the Imperial scanning crew. Now, the first time I ever saw this figure was when I had just got back into collecting around 2012 or 13, and I saw it had come with the second run or the second or third run of the big Vulcan, the Vulcan carrying case. That had wedge originally, and then they put him in it with a little like the, the scanning crew crate. Mm-hmm. And I remember I just had to look that up, and I found them, and I was like, "Wow, they made him. I didn't realize he was roided out like all the rest of Power of the Force two and early Power you're like figures. <laughs> I got I and like someone had a lot of like ten of them, and I was like, "Yeah, buy now!" It was real cheap because I thought because like, why is this guy selling like ten of these Imperial scanning crews for like twelve or fifteen bucks? All right, I, just, I bought it came I'm like oh Mo they're so roided out oh <laughs> uh I I will say though I'm so glad they made him I think he's like like I said he's a carry forward from that old pack from the original uh falcon pack but he got his own card and he would be later on re-sculpted as the Imperial skinning crew in the two in the single pack in the legacy and the two packs two different two packs for two different sculpt head sculpts for him In the vintage collection, so I've always had a fondness for the Imperial Scanning Crew because he you can also double them for Imperial technicians down in the crew pits of the Star Destroyers, which I was going
0: to do. Yes, and for that reason alone, they need to re-release those figures because they go for stupid amounts of money. If you want to pay twenty dollars a figure, oh wow, uh, yeah, yeah, they they go for a lot because people want to army build them and you would think there would be a lot around especially because they did have a two-pack uh you would think there would be plenty on the market but for anyone making a star destroyer bridge they're going to be getting multiples of them so uh it's kind of like the rebel ground crew that that figure routinely can go anywhere from the 20s to forty dollars for a figure because if you want to army build it you only got it one way uh that is that is definitely something that needs to come out again you know i want to do a show where we talk about four packs that they should make like our idea of army builder packs we need to do that oh
1: yeah an army builder episode yes or just a four pack pack episode we also or we'll put the Arm builder episode in that too
0: or you can do yeah, uh, yeah whether it's like army builder slash cinema scenes slash yes. battle pack because oh you ideas head. for a lot of them where I'm like man they need to do this and it... yes, but, but anyway
1: how anyway. we, we will we will do that episode because I'm already thinking of stuff all
0: right so um my number five is a, Uh, again, from the vintage collection subline, uh, what can I say? They tended to have more articulation and everything, but the new chewy they did, which is still being reused today because it is a very, very good sculpt of Chewbacca where finally he's like much taller than the other figures. They did good sculpting on the, uh, on the fur and everything. They've released him with different heads uh, because the body is really good. So they've just been swapping out heads like they'll have closed mouth. They'll have him roaring. I think they've done the different quote unquote hairstyles because like in Jedi, it's kind of like it's parted in the middle instead of looking more like someone dumped water over his head, which is more the hairstyle in the uh, in a new hope. But yeah, this was a great chewy figure, and it's the kind where if you, you found him loose today, you could still pick him up and say, hey, he fits in with all the others. You cannot never have too many because you can use them all over the place. That's a great figure that uh, they just kind of knocked it out of the park back then, and I'm not really sure what all they could do to really improve it all that much. Yeah, still, still a great chewy. Like if I, like if I find one for a good price, I'll always pick up another one. I think I have two with closed mouth and and two roaring, and I could probably use a couple more. Agreed.
2: More Wookies.
0: All right, back to you, Chris. Number four. All right,
2: my number four is Yoda from Dagoba. Um, I actually really liked the kind of like the facial expression on this one because it really kind of matched um what i remember of those scenes um i also think his robes are done really well they've got so much texture um so it looks good
0: yeah and they um, even had his little uh flute or i think it's supposed to be a flute or something he wears around his neck like a little pendant yeah yeah and they included that with him um i thought the face made him look a little bit too angry like it looks like oh like like Luke, oh, why do you suck as a student? You know that's the kind of the look he has on his face. Um, <laughs> but until they until they redid Empire Strikes Back, Yoda, just a number of years ago, that was the best Yoda they had.
1: Yeah, the uh, they when they redid the when they did the uh, Cave of Evil pack with the new Yoda head. I think it's yeah. when the uh, they updated. They finally updated his head where he's not constipated looking. I agree
0: yeah that that's actually uh one of the figures i have up for sale right now because i have two of the the better one so so your number four matt oh uh, 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 uh,
1: my number four ah well just as we spoke about a minute ago yes you might have been a repack i don't care i couldn't find it in Power of the jedi and later on when i found the figure loose someone told me it's from otc i don't care i love it it's the chewbacca with the welder's mask and the uh and the welding tools. I use those, <laughs> the, the accessories really what makes it for me because I use those accessories all the time with like Imperial technicians that are working on Tie Fighters and stuff and all kinds of
0: stuff. Um, I love it. So, yeah. Well, Chewbacca. there's nothing saying that a newer Chewbacca can't use those accessories. So, <laughs> in mind, they do. All right. So my number four is. Cantina alien that once again was the first and last time we've gotten him and that is the Smoking Man Danik Jericho and he is uh he's definitely a fugly guy <laughs> you may see him again on the list as a matter of fact I, I think the, the action figure makes him fuglier than he was in the movie and he has these tentacles that snap onto his face and i appreciate the play value that they added with that however if you don't want to display it with those tentacles coming out of his face he's got these two big holes stick in there yeah so that that's i think one of the parts where it kind of uh gets some points knocked down but he he comes with his pipe which actually attaches uh to a little device on his belt which is pretty cool and he's kind of prominent in the uh in the film you know for all of a couple seconds which is like a lot of the cantina aliens were there for literally a couple seconds uh so he was uh a figure that definitely needed if you're trying to fill out a cantina so he's my number four.
1: I will speak more about him later because he may be on my list and all the awesome EU canon around him. just like <laughs> but my number four is not Janic Jericho, is from the VOTC subline, and it got it might have got used a few times after it released on the mold. It was the VOTC stormtrooper. And oh, so the joke there yeah. was a few times after. It was released because they used that mold. I want to say they that mold still got used. I believe in this in the in the army in the uh the, the carbon freeze chamber still used the body from it. So did no, no,
0: no really. I'm
1: pretty sure. Yeah, the carbon freeze chamber still uses. I want to say the Han and No, they back.
0: no, they should have used it then because by then they already had the Rogue One. Top no, and they well, just had to redo the legs.
1: Well, no, they used the Rogue One. Well, actually, it's not the Rogue One top. The Rogue One helmet's actually the Saga Legends from 2013-11 helmets SL eleven helmet. was The Rogue One helmet, we'll just say it, but it was the body from VOTC that came mm, with. So when okay. you get, remember that one you showed me, you couldn't figure out where this stormtrooper was from, and it was like it was a newer helmet, but like the body was old school. Right. That's the v, that's from the carbon freezing chamber.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So they were still
1: using that mold up until when did that come out? 2019, 2020, 15 years later?
0: It was still a decent figure. So Chris, all right, guess, uh, now number three.
2: My number three is the Tuscan Raider. I loved all the detail on his clothes and I love how they I, I think they did a really good job with the muddying um on the paint app on the bottom. Agreed.
1: The I I this one almost made my top ten. And the only reason it didn't is because I I had to really. I had a lot of nostalgia for the ones I picked. It almost bumped out um, uh, the Chewbacca, but the molding on that one—if you see how it's got like the rifle—because remember the old. The, This—that's the first Tusken Raider we got since what? Revenge of the Sith, a year or two earlier. Uh,
0: not no, Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Sith because Revenge <laughs> of the Sith hasn't come out <laughs> yet. So that's it right, in...
1: Attack of the Clones is what I meant. Yeah, Attack of the
0: Clones. Yeah. But look, I loved just the
1: pose. That person, whoever sculpted that, understood pose work and weight to
0: a figure's like. Uh, and that's where it's holding the rifle in two hands.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, and it's holding it like way out to the one side, but it's like, it's like the actual Tuscans did in the movie. Like it was yeah. really well done. Yeah, I agree. That's a great
0: figure. That's one of the few Tuscans I have that doesn't have the soft goods. And yeah, you're right. It, it's just. The pose and everything—it really works. The sculpting is good on it, so yeah, I agree.
1: Okay, well, my number three will make Danek
0: Jericho, and like I said we
1: will talk about him in a little bit. And now we will. Danek jericho Once I quit being a Boba Fett fanboy, which I kind of quit being it once I saw how many of you were like, "Oh, we love him." I was like, "Yeah, like shoot, sure, I didn't realize he was that popular." So when I started playing the West Games Star Wars role-playing game with my cousins, I went and looked up the, uh, I think I was, well, this is after I actually understood what the role-playing game was, me and my brother played with them, and we looked up the, uh, the Guide to Characters, which I recently got here like the last few years. Denny Jericho was an assassin, and those things that come out of his face, he shoots into other people's either eye sockets or mouth or whatever, and sucks their brain matter out through it or their blood he's basically a vampire is what he is And he's his race i believe it was called the Antazi or something like that they in, live in, in,
0: in zani or something in yeah, yeah in Zadis, yeah
1: they uh um, if they keep feeding off of their sentience like that the in the more the older, older the sentient they feed from the it's the better their their blood is Gained more I don't know, nutrients or something so they live longer. He's like, oh, he's easily over a thousand years old. He talks about stuff like this. And, um, he in the Jetail's Java's Palace book, he was not on the the cell barge, but he was supposed to be like in the background. They, even though he's not on film, he was supposed to be at Jabba's Palace the day Skywalker came for solo, but he stays in the palace because he's supposed to uh, kill somebody for a hit. And uh, when he finds out that Jabba's been killed, that's who's going to pay him. He goes off on a big rage and kills a ton of people that are left in the Java's Jabba, palace to kind of clean up the mess. And then that's where it allows the Beaumont monks to retake it over and capture anyone that's left to turn them into monks, too. But, no, he he was a cold dude in the in the old EU. And I believe some of the other fans call him Hose Nose because of the whole <laughs> shooting things out of the thing. Yeah, he calls it their suit. He's I love. He, he's kind of like psychotic as he would be, because he's a you know a, uh, an assassin who kills people not only for pay but to uh, keep his own life going. So,
0: well, I remember he, in the tales of the Jedi or uh, tales. I think it was tales Tina. from the Cantina. Uh, yeah, and um, I re- I remember like he noticed Ben when he came in. I yeah. guess because. Uh, Ben had the force and and something about it jericho could actually detect that and was, it yeah. was like like he was almost like oh my gosh i like i want to suck that guy's brains out so much yeah. you know
1: <laughs> I, it's a uh, it because like i said it might have been the it, i don't know if it was force sensitivity that he had which you know some some races are force sensitive they just don't call it the force they call it like the ashla or something and mm-hmm. they don't use like like the knight says they don't use it they use the force for like magic rather than using force abilities for, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's possible that was happened with him, but either way that it made him like that psychotic vampire kind of character. And I thought that was really unique for Star Wars at the time
0: too. And so when I heard he had a figure, I had to pick it up. So my number three is one you had on your list was Mayo, the Cyclops. And, nice. Yeah. Uh, One thing I like about that figure is he can actually sit very, very well. I have him sitting down on one of my cantina stools. And sometimes the problem with a lot of characters sitting is if they have a holster, if it's one where it attaches to the thigh, like say Han Solo, like sometimes that inhibits them from sitting properly. But then there's other times where unless the seat that they're sitting on is really narrow, That holster will get in the way, or you try to put them in the cockpit of a spaceship, and that holster's sticking down and getting in the way. There's sometimes I would almost rather have no holster than to have it be problematic. Have a holster Um,
1: on a peg you can take the holster out of belts with. Yes,
0: exactly. Yep. But uh, yeah, I I like the fact he can sit very well, which is great because he's in a cantina. Um, I don't believe he has swivel elbows. I think he might have more articulated elbows. I'm not sure, but yeah, a uh, great figure. It would be awesome to see what they could do in the vintage collection now with them, but kind of holding my breath that we're going to be getting any background people like that anytime soon. So, but anyway, that is my number three.
2: All right. My number two is Lando number 32. This gift card, he, he, he looks awesome. I like how colorful he is. Um, I know there's plenty of times where he's act, where he's colorful, but in this, like, it just it's not you know the the flashy colorful because he's in a different role in this part. But um, his pants look great, and then all the different little pieces of armor. Um, I like all the detail there in his helmet.
1: Surprise, surprise! It's Lando in disguise. That was the old commercial <laughs> from way back in the day. I I like I like Lando I. I appreciate they tried to do the off-white yellowing of the pants because every other iteration we got those things are bright white, like stand mm. out against the sun. So, and uh, I think did they use the same head sculpt from the Bespin Lando they
0: made? Uh, I'm not real familiar with with this particular one, so I couldn't tell you. Oh well.
1: Yeah, I, I liked it. We hadn't had a... Bet. When did we got a best pin? We got a Sipcar Lando and think, Power of the Force 2, who was unbelievably ripped on roids. So... Yeah. It was nice. nice to get one that was thumbed down, so... All right, you're number two then, Matt. All right, so... My number two, which... I was really struggling to put this guy in, but Snaggletooth with the blue outfit... Blue Snaggletooth with the blue outfit and Silver Moon boots, which... If you know the history, there was a mistake in the original vintage line in 78, where if you got the Sears exclusive cardboard backdrop cantina, Snaggletooth was a, the size of a regular tall figure with a blue outfit and silver moon boots because Kenner worked off a grainy black and white photo. But when he, they went to go put him in the single carded line, Lucas came back and said, no, 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 he doesn't look like that. And he's actually very short in a little red outfit. And they're like, oh. So basically they cut the finger, they took the figure and cut the legs almost in half and then uh, left his arms all along and made his outfit red and different and re-released him on card as Red Sniper. It still
0: looks nothing like the the movie, really.
1: (laughs) Not really, but
0: I like the homage that they did. Now the blue version you're talking about, I think was exclusive to those Cantina 3 packs, right?
1: uh was he let me take a look here uh, cinema, uh screen scene number two yeah he was I don't
0: there. I don't think they single carded him they single carded a red one I thought it was power of the Jedi and I think they just repainted that one with blue and put him in one of those cantina three packs
1: uh let me check yeah I think you're right yeah it is just a repaint of the of the upper torso but the yep. arms are different the arms on the blue one, doesn't have gloves, whereas the red one does. Because I just got the red one from Power yeah. of the Jedi a couple, a couple months ago, and he has gloves on. And of nice. course, his boot, boots and feet are different, of course, because he's actually wearing pants that are all, the way, all the way down to the shoe where our guy's rocking the big silver moon boots, which I like. Yeah.
0: So. Okay. And my number two, keeping it in the cantina, this is one you had on your list earlier, was the Godel I uh I love this figure. Uh, the look is, I think the sculpt still holds up today on, uh, that face. I like that the outfit has a lot of different colors to it has layers. I think, I think it has the damn swivel elbows on it, but, uh, these, these three Cantina characters too, Mayo Jericho and, and the Godel, I remember all three of those were kind of the hard to find one like they seem to be the ones that everyone's grabbing up.
1: Of course, we waited, like by that time what 25 30 years almost it for those figures to finally come out. of course they're going to get
0: snapped up as quick as yeah. possible. And I'm actually thinking I may have bought them from my plastic crack dealer at huh. the uh, at the flea market. I I think I might have gotten them from him or maybe like a like a toy show or something like that cuz I seem to remember I didn't think I got any of those in the store, or I might have gotten one in the store, because like I said, they were harder to find, but anyway, so that's my number two, so now on to our number ones.
2: All right, so my number one is that um, that special collection you guys are talking about, uh, the Chewbacca, episode six, Return of the Jedi. Um, I love his face. He is so good in this one. He he looks like he's talking back to Han Solo.
1: That's the one you talked about that they used later on for all the other bodies, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just kept reusing it. I mean, who can blame them?
1: Yeah, it's really good. So I agree with Chris. It was it was worth
0: it on that one.
1: <laughs> so right. number one. My number one. I man, all right, let, let me talk about honorable mentions before I do number one. Okay, honorable mention. I can't let it go because of his recent passing. Was the indoor rebel trooper, which to those of you guys that know, that was Mark Boudreau he did his own likeness for that figure in 2004, and he recently passed away. And I was like, we really never Mark Boudreau figure, and someone sent me a tell like they did. Remember he did himself? They did him in 2004 as an indoor rebel trooper. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't put him on the list, but I wanted to mention that because. I wouldn't mind a Mark Boudreau figure being updated like General Macquarie or something like that got something. Yeah. like that. Uh, other honorable mentions I'll just talk about real quick was, of course, the Tuscan Raider as Chris said, he almost made mine, but I just, I had to, I, there was too many old nostalgia ones I loved and I had to go through it, but, and then, um, well, anyways, my number one, and some say that I might be cheating. I don't care. I love it. And I still own it to this day. It was the 500th figure of Star Wars Hasbro, the Darth Vader in the chair, where he can sit down in his meditations chamber with a little grapple claw that he brings and puts his helmet on. Oh. Yeah. oh. yeah. I loved it. And I still own it to this day, and I plan to use it possibly in some phone novel novels because we've never got this. The only the second time we ever got his meditation chamber, And only for in I don't think we've ever gotten the Mitations Chamber since,
0: have we? No. All right. Well, my number one is a figure I think still hold. I think the face sculpt could maybe be a little bit better, but the figure itself, I think, still really holds up. I have three or four of them, and that is from the vintage sum line, Han Solo from A New Hope. I just think that is when I first got my hands on one, I'm like, this just blows away almost all the other Han figures they had. And until recently where they, like, I think the Endor Han they just came out with, I think is really, really good. And that probably tops it. But yeah, cause I mean, the look isn't exactly the same, but it's pretty close to his new hope outfit. And, uh, Yeah, so I I think that was a good figure, and it was like... Once I knew that figure existed, I started seeking out more. Like, any time I would see one, that was a good price, I'd buy it. Because I'm like, you know, you can always have one outside the Falcon, you have one in the Death Star, there's so many places you could use it. So having multiples isn't necessarily bad. So, he is my number one.
1: Nice. Yeah, I've got a couple of them still. He's... He's he. They made him very skinny, like he wasn't a new hope. And then now he have. Then he got chunky by the time *Return of the came around, and they made the new one chunkier. So, and but yeah,
0: this uh, this original trilogy collection was pretty good. Both both the main line and the vintage subline were both good. I think. uh Like, if I had to do an honorable mention, I would say maybe uh the Ben Kenobi in the vintage fashion oh. subline and they reused that figure for a long time after that with both with his soft goods robe and without it because it's just a really it's just a really solid figure. Yeah I remember uh I don't think it has knees though it doesn't have knee articulation does it no I don't believe it I think they might have added knee knees like later on because I think they reused him for the resurgence of the Jedi Pack, and I think he could sit for that, but I'm not entirely sure. Maybe not because Luke really couldn't sit, <laughs> yeah, very well. But anyway, and he was actually one that was there on that last figure standing poll for. Yeah, kind of surprised me that he made it on. But I get, I guess you know, there's a lot of people that are like, hey, we really need now that Vintage Collection has really shown how amazing. They can make figures. Okay, it's time to revisit all the main characters and get them updated to like the ultimate modern standard.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And Vin Kenobi fits in that. He's one of the original 96. He hasn't been updated. I mean, the last one we got was a 5PI one six years ago, five years ago. And I would like to see him updated. I don't know why they just don't. I guess it wouldn't be up to standards now, but. There were so many Revenge of the Sith young Obi-Wan Kenobi's, right? That where he's basically wearing almost the exact same thing. Just maybe give him some different arms and put the body and legs together. You're good to go. So
0: yeah, they could maybe use the, well, the upper top, one of the big differences. Yes. He kind of has a tunic, but it has long tabards instead of short tabards, uh, and not only that, he's basically wearing like a brown turtleneck in A New Hope. So it doesn't have like that crisscross layer oh, that the okay. Jedi did in the prequels. It's a little bit more simplistic outfit and, and all the and the tunic itself is longer, more like a bathrobe versus, you know, the, the short robe they maybe like the arms or something could be reused. But Hmm. at that point it's like, eh, you know what? You may as well just do one from the ground up and make it as perfect as you can. But yeah, so there it is. The original trilogy collection. Yeah. And, uh, the, the next, the next collection would be revenge of the Sith. Oh no. (sighs) You, You didn't care for that? That line. Uh,
1: I didn't mind it. It's the first time we actually got super articulation in the main line. And they and remember those big huge cards, those big large oval things. I and hated the, t- the
0: cards. Yeah, I, me too. And, and I Andy, and I never liked the the really round ovals. Especially because you try to store those and stack them somehow. It, yeah, it, no. <laughs> it doesn't work.
1: Oh yeah. And uh, what was it, the talking Vader? Remember the the, the flame talking Vader was wrong. I get?
0: had the talking Vader because that was a Celebration 3 exclusive. Now, how I got that? I was not even aware Celebration was a thing. Like I was unaware of Celebration 1, I was celebra- unaware of Celebration 2 and by the time three came around was when i started going to conventions and uh the um my my one friend uh he started dating this girl that they're married now (laughs) but uh they met there and she had said that she was going to star wars celebration three which was indianapolis and uh and they had this exclusive if I wanted her to pick it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." So, yeah, I had the uh, the t- the talking Vader, and a number of years ago I sold it off because I'm like, "Well, this don't really fit in my collection anywhere because I'm an opener, and I hadn't opened that, and it's more of like, I don't even know if it's articulated. To me, it was a statue because it has the sound box and everything, but yeah, ah." Uh... There's so many. I mean, there's a ton, there was a ton of Revenge of the Sith figures. Like
1: we'll have to make sure. Uh, I got to do my homework on that one. That was
0: a much bigger line than OTC. Yeah, we actually got up to the point where I have not uh, made my list ahead of time. I went and I made all my lists up to the original trilogy collection, and I and I stopped before Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, this is one of those. that's kind of. I mean, it's not that there wasn't good stuff, but I look back now on some of of those figures and they don't excite me the way some other lines did. And I don't know if that's that they were just so heavy with clones and Jedi that it's just like, eh. Yeah, I I agree. You're right. It was like, it wasn't,
1: it was very, I don't know, I don't want to say dread it was just very
0: like one-dimensional because t- t-
1: tiring it was just very tiring because i yeah i like I mean, if you're a clone fan you love this if you're a jedi fan you love this but if you're like, like i like the wookie stuff you know we saw the wookie warriors and stuff yeah that was cool I'm trying to think it all out and there was there was a there was quite a few figures for the Revenge of the sith like uh, yeah i'm gonna have to the evolution three packs remember all that and uh There was a couple, let me see this, DVD release, the battle Some some
0: of those three packs may may end up with a lot of those figures on Mm -hmm. because they were just uh, a tad bit nicer than some of the regular releases, I think. Yeah, so anyway, that that does it uh, for the show, really. Would like to get one more episode out before Christmas. And I was thinking we should do one with... uh, where we talk about like some of the holiday items they they don't they didn't do a lot but like for right now they have black series they're doing holiday figures but they've done a couple three three and three quarter inch ones not a lot but they have and so i thought maybe we could talk a little bit about um star wars holiday stuff as far as merch but maybe If we have some cool memories we want to share, like do you prefer that Star Wars movies get released around December or would you prefer them in May? There's different things to talk about. Mm -hmm. So maybe we could kind of do a Christmas thing like that. Maybe we could even incorporate uh, some wish list battle pack or army builder type things that we were just talking about doing and say so, you know what for christmas this is what i want i want this pack that doesn't exist <laughs> so, so maybe yeah. we could even do some of that i'll i'll try to figure out um uh a bunch of topics and well stuff it's also we're
1: uh, we also do our, our best worst of the year by the end of the year
0: oh yeah 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 well um hopefully i'll have at least my throne figure soon and <laughs> there you go and uh you know, that way he can also potentially be a contender. So,
1: well, I, I think, I mean, as long as it's released this year, I don't know. Because some of the stuff is so hard to get. Like, it's wrong. Like, like I don't have my my Revan yet, but I would, I got the Jedi version. That
0: also came, by the way, the Jedi HK 2 pack. Well, well have... that would count. That would count as a figure this year because yeah. it came out this year.
1: Yeah, as long as it came out this year, though, though because of the shipping issues with distribution, we may not have it. So I figure we we can still count it as
0: long as it came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what always would confuse me when we would try to do the best ofs is it would be like, okay, well, what came out this year, last year? Well, this one figure, no, that came out last year. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. We pre-ordered it last year, but it actually came out this year. And that's what would always throw me off sometimes is something would feel like it's been around forever. And it's like, well, no, it, it was just on pre-order for eight months.
1: Yeah. No, that's like my, uh, those Boba Fetts that technically got pre-ordered last summer, not, not, not six months ago, summer or the late summer of 2022.
0: That does it for this episode of Kessel Run Collecting. Don't forget to visit Hole in the Ground Productions, where you can find over a hundred diorama kits for Star Wars action figures and more as well as tons of prop kits for cosplayers and collectors. If you're enjoying our show, please leave a 5-star rating, and a positive written review is even better to help grow the show. Be sure to also check out Kessel Run Collecting on our YouTube and Rumble channels, because we do post videos from there from time to time. We also have a Facebook page, which is a good way to message us. Be sure to check out the show notes for links.